the participation of former members of the U.S. military in the January 6th Capitol Hill riot has raised new concerns about the radicalization of the U.S. armed services. Congress has held hearings, and in one of his first actions as Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin ordered a one-day stand-down for the U.S. military to conduct discussions about extremism in the ranks. I want you to revisit the oath that you took when you joined the military and when you re-enlisted or got promoted. Read those words again. Consider what they really mean. And think about the promise that you made to yourselves and to your teammates and to your fellow citizens. Joining us with some thoughts on this is retired Army Chaplain Colonel David Giamona. Colonel Giamona is co-author of the book, A Military Guide to Armageddon, Battle-Tested Strategies to Prepare Your Life and Soul for the End Times. David, it's good to have you with us again. I want to discuss Secretary Austin's comment, but first, I know you counseled thousands of soldiers over your 32 years in the military, so how prevalent is extremism in the U.S. Armed Services? Well, you know, Gary, I was in the Army for 32 years. I didn't see very much of it. Our soldiers are dedicated, professional, and, you know, ready to do whatever the president of the United States has asked him to do. I really think it's a matter of leadership more than radicalization in the armed forces. So my perspective is maybe after they get out, they may get on social media platforms. But while they're in there, they're under good hands and great leadership. Well, Secretary of Austin said members of the armed services need to remember the oath that they took to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies. But that oath continues and says enemies both foreign and domestic. So I know some of those who breached the U.S. Capitol building on January 6th, I'm sure that they did so because they believed the domestic enemies part of that oath. They felt they were defending the U.S. Constitution from those who they believed, again, were not upholding the Constitution. So. Where does oath come into all of this? After all, some of those involved in the riot were so-called members of the militia group Oath Keepers. Right. Oath is an extremely important part. You know, when you raise your hand in, to defend the Constitution, both foreign and domestic, you know, you're taking an oath uh, before all of your uh, officers and before your enlisted men, wherever you might be. And it's an extremely important part of what we do. And it really comes back to down to leadership within the Army. Um, I don't see radicalization in the ranks. Uh, of course, I retired a couple of years ago, but I think it's after the fact that they might get radicalized. But while on active duty, uh, I don't you know, think that really is a huge thing. But it's always good to stop and talk about it and find out exactly where you are, test your heart, test your mind. And being in the end times, as you know, uh, there's a lot of tests that's going to come to our military and our civilian population during these days. I want to get into that a little more in just a moment. But how far, Colonel, do we go with encouraging informants? Do we create a bunch of Marines, soldiers, sailors, guardsmen that are ratting out their teammates? I, I guess potentially they could be informing on every little thought, comment that's made. What kind of impact would that possibly have on unit cohesion, effectiveness? Might it create distrust and division in the ranks? I, I think that's exactly right. You know, when you go to war, you're fighting with your buddies on the left and right of you. And so trust is an extremely important. If there's someone ratting on you in that, it's going to really untangle or, you know, throw together a bunch of people who don't trust each other. When you have that, 
you cannot win in war. You cannot win in combat because trust is everything to your brothers and sisters in arms. Well, it seems like that's what's being pushed right now is to have them rat out one another, even just for a tattoo they may have. It seems that former members of the military are likely or more likely, I would say, to become radicalized than those on active duty. So you mentioned it earlier. How does social media play into all of this? Well, you know, social media is an extremely important part of everything we're doing nowadays. And so uh, while I was on active duty, social media, you know, commanders would look at your site to see if you were doing things you ought not to. And soldiers are instructed from day one, don't put things on social media that you're going to regret later because it could get you court-martialed or thrown out of the military. So, there, you know, we are very aware in the military of social media and its impact. But still, some people do get in trouble uh, over it while on active duty. But the most part, you know, they're pretty good about it. And finally, many on the extreme left have called for defunding police, abolishing ICE, limiting gun rights. Now they're targeting members of the U.S. military for the threat they may potentially pose to society, not actually for their present actions. But how does all this fit into the end times, as discussed in your book? Well, it really does. Uh, we just have to get used to the fact, Gary, that we are living in the end times. And as the Apostle Paul says, there are going to be many things happening. People distrust, love is lost, so many things going on that we're experiencing right now. But my trust is in Jesus Christ, you know, as the Lord of my life. And so we write throughout the entire book, these are ways of... of expanding principles in your life to really focus on really important things, such as the Lord being the center of gravity or the center of your life, and not focus so much on politics, government, and all those other things, which are important, but not as important as our relationship to the Lord. Amen. Okay, Colonel David Giamona, co-author of the book, A Military Guide to Armageddon, Battle-Tested Strategies to Prepare Your Life and Soul for the end times. Thank you, David, for joining us. Appreciate it. My pleasure, sir.